They say challenge brings change. But what sort of challenge brings upon this change? See, for me, living with epilepsy was a challenge. For years, it was difficult to control something you can't see or even know what happened. So how was I really able to control the seizure? Medication. I was diagnosed with epilepsy at age 12 and lived with epilepsy for 34 years. At age 46, after remaining seizure-free for over 20 years, I was gradually weaned off medicine. Life definitely is a challenge. Life with epilepsy was a challenge. But what kind of change did you want? Anything. Everything. I got tired of looking in the mirror for years, seeing an out-of-shape, overweight guy that kept sucking his gut in all the time because he was at an event because he didn't like his appearance. I started with a simple program in 2007, and I fell in love with working out at home. Been doing that since. I wouldn't want to work out any other way. So how does a guy living with epilepsy get involved in obstacle course races? Well, working out at home was a good start, but when I wanted to go to the next level, I started looking at obstacle course races, 5Ks, and stuff like that. First reason is mindset. It sounds challenging for anyone, no matter what obstacle course race you're doing. The first mindset I had to develop was that I could do it. That was the key. I knew if I could do it, I could do whatever it takes to make it happen. Anyone can have a mindset, I don't have to do that. My mindset was, I will do this. When my nutrition wasn't right, when I hadn't exercised. <laughs> so what I believe that. Because I knew deep down in my gut and to the core of my soul that if a guy living with epilepsy could participate and compete in obstacle course races, what's stopping you? Primary purpose was to become an example. Hey, I have epilepsy. I refuse to let it stop me from living my life. So I'm challenging myself and doing an obstacle course race that I've never done before. My primary purpose was to get involved to show everybody at home, on the couch, on the fence about doing something, or even starting something, or even watching a YouTube video from last year's race, that if I can do this, you can too. I want to be an example, not an excuse. Not by saying, he has epilepsy and he's doing this. But more the lines of, hey, he has epilepsy and he's doing this. Once I had this mindset, it's time for the second reason. Why obstacle course races? So I was an avid swimmer growing up. Played a couple sports, baseball, basketball, soccer. But those three didn't retain my interest, and I could only swim during the summer. Running captured my attention. I enjoyed the winter, team, winter track team in my, my sophomore year of high school. I ran the mile. I was a distance runner, runner, so I knew how to run. Ten years of using Beachbody workouts to get healthy and fit. Workouts combined strength training, cardio, ab work, martial arts, dancing, so... I'd done a lot of different kinds of stuff. 2014, I did an obstacle course over at City Field in Queens called the Men's Health Urban Athlon. Seven to ten mile obstacle course. I chose a seven, seven mile. Website had a four page training exercise to prepare for the event using a suspension trainer called TRX. Now, I was familiar with TRX because at the time I was working as a personal trainer. One of my certifications was TRX suspension training and the other was in kettlebells. I utilized both forms of training, TRX circuits and kettlebell circuits, to train for the Urban Athlon. Plus, I ran on the treadmill a couple times a week. That's it. Took the railroad connected by a subway to reach City Field. I saw the Urban Athlon. The Urban Athlon. I took the railroad and connected to with a subway to reach City Field. And I saw the Urban Athlon obstacles from the train as I pulled in. I was excited. I mean, since this was my very first obstacle course, 
I mean, exercise regarding pushing and pulling challenged me, but I embraced the challenge. I paced myself and I did the best I could. It took me two hours to complete the event, but the time didn't matter. Completing the event was what mattered the most to me, and it felt amazing. Afterwards, life happened. Fell off the fitness wagon. Gained some weight back over the years as a result of lack of exercise and nutrition. As I've written another blog post in 2016, after remaining seizure-free for 20 years, I was gradually weaned off the epilepsy medicine. My mindset was, if I can do, if I can do anything and everything, the first thing I wanted to do was get back in shape, but I wanted to do something different than I'd done before. March 2017, I wanted to feel good, like I did back in 2014. So I started researching all types of fitness events. 5K runs, obstacle courses, local events. And I found a dozen obstacle courses, 5Ks, and half marathons, color runs, all across Long Island at different spots. So I chose seven different events over a five-month period. Then from 5K runs and obstacle course prep, prep class, three different obstacle courses, and a half marathon. By the time I may, and I made the mistake by not modifying my nutrition 100%. I went back to basics. Oatmeal, whey protein shakes, steak, chicken, salmon, brown rice, water, and coffee. Basic. Not the best choices, but it's where I started. You know, not having the healthiest nutrition made it difficult to complete the races effectively because before each race, I ate carbs. Oatmeal, eggs or bacon. Mm. Nothing wrong with it, but it's not the energy you want because once you burn it, you got nothing. You're done. You're burnt. So... By July, I was feeling a little bit more confident in my ability to complete these obstacle course races. Two OCR races I had scheduled back-to-back. Never done these before. Rugged Maniac down in Calverton. And Tough Mudder Half at Old Beth Page Restoration Village. Now, for the Rugged Maniac, my mindset was, I'm going to go all out for this one. And I pushed myself. I did my absolute best, not just in running between the obstacles, but working as hard as possible between each one. And I did. By the end of the race, I was so burnt out of energy. My girlfriend filmed me jogging slowly across the finish line and I'm watching people pass me and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I was depleted of energy, but I felt empowered. But you know what? When these people were passing me, I'm like, let them go. I'm going to do my own race. We drove home, got cleaned up, made the biggest mistake by going out for something to eat. I thought, I need calories. And I chose the unhealthiest place you could eat. Five guys. Not something I would recommend. Now, the next day, tough was a Tough Mudder half. I'd never done a Tough Mudder half. I stood over this sing, with the single people who aren't in teams, looking for a team. Met a few folks, started chatting with them, and they said, can I join you guys? And they're like, yeah, sure. We did the race together. And that inspired me. What inspired me was the MC, who welcomed everyone to the event and said the following, whether you're doing this by yourself or you're with a team, we have one philosophy here, no mudder left behind. What that means is when you complete an obstacle and you see someone behind you struggling, having a hard time, you reach back and help them out. I began that course and that thought never left my mind. Folks I met up with, we kept looking out for each other and everybody else. Every obstacle, we did our best. But if we saw someone struggling, we'd reach back and help them out. One of the obstacles was with these rotating blocks in water. Um, you basically hang on to it, participants rotate it so I can move on to the next rotating block. Now I'm 5'6", and the water's up to my neck. And comes to this obstacle, I'm encountering people with different challenges. Height, couldn't swim, they were afraid. I'm like, I'm right here, I'm going to help you. You got this. 
And there were a couple of people. One person signaled a lifeguard to come over. She's like, I can't swim. I can't swim. I'm like, it's okay. I'll help you. And I helped her onto the block, pushed it. She went over, and then she went to the next one. Now, the final obstacle of the course was the most challenging. It's called Everest 2.0. It's a 12-foot vertical incline wall. People were at the top, were, had their hands reaching out, so people, when you run up the wall, you grab them, they'll help you get up. I missed my first attempt, and my second, and my third. And by the fourth one, I just sprinted at the top of the wall as fast as I could, grabbed somebody's hands, they helped me up. When I got to the top, the person who helped me said, stay here, hang on to my feet. So because of the weight of other people, when they grab you, it's like just hang in there. So the more of us there that stayed, we actually kept helping people up. We were up there an extra hour just helping people. And some of the people we helped stayed to help other people from the bottom up. And we're there helping, cheering people on. And it was an incredible feeling of teamwork. Here's the key. What I learned about these obstacle course races is not just the obstacles or the run themselves. Yeah, they're challenges. But the true challenge is in your mind. It's easy to say, I can't do this. It's too easy to quit. There were obstacles I knew I'd struggle with. I did, you know what, that's okay. You can do it anyway because you know you'll be mentally stronger by getting it done. I know it's hard. It's supposed to be. You can't just challenge your body and what you can handle, but you can push yourself to what you can't handle and empower your mind on what you can do. It's a big difference between thinking, I guess I can do that, versus, oh, I got this. If you think about joining an obstacle course or a 5K, my best recommendation is do this with a team. Bring people you know to the event. If they choose to do the event with you, that's great because you're going to be achieving and succeeding and motivating each other. They want to be on the sidelines and they want to watch you before and after that event. That's okay too. 2018. I've registered for the Spartan Sprint over at City Field in April. The Tough Mudder half at Old Bethpage and the Tough Mudder full there as well. Now I created teams for each event because I know that's empowering and motivating how it feels when you're completing the obstacles with a team. Even if that team is one other person, the camaraderies and support from other participants at the event is what's kept inspiring me to keep pre-registering for these events. I spoke to a couple of coworkers about the 2018 Tough Mudder and the Spartan. Some of them expressed an interest. A friend of mine just joined the Spartans. I'm kind of excited. If you're on Long Island, Queens, Brooklyn, or somewhere in New York, or if you even take a ferry over from Connecticut, come on and join me. This is going to be a blast. I got to tell you, after completing the half marathon back in October, I was done for the year. Still kept working shift shop. That's okay. Even though I'd never run a half marathon before, completing the event was the culmination of five months' work. And you know, the outcome of the all events didn't matter. The concept and the mindset behind the whole thing was just like the Nike philosophy. Just do it. And I did. If you told me 10 years ago that I'd be running 5Ks, completing an obstacle courses, eating better, getting stronger, inspiring other people, I would have said, Me? You ask me that today, 2018, and you ask me about doing this stuff, I would say, where do you sign up?